the Bible Study Podcast, episode 783. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Zechariah with chapter 5. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. This is Zechariah chapter 5, and it is a short chapter with two different visions from the prophet Zechariah. The flying scroll. I looked again, and there before me was a flying scroll. He asked me, what do you see? I answered, I see a flying scroll, 20 cubits long and 10 cubits wide. And he said to me, this is the curse that is going out over the whole land, for according to what it says on one side, every thief will be banished, and according to what it says on the other, everyone who swears falsely will be banished. The Lord Almighty declares, I will send it out, and it will enter the house of the thief and the house of anyone who swears falsely by my name. It will remain in that house and destroy it completely, both its timbers and its stones. So the content of the prophecies of the prophet Zechariah are very similar to the prophecies that we've heard in earlier prophets, the prophets that happened before the time of the Babylonian captivity. Although the presentation is quite different here, where Zechariah is seeing these interesting visions of what's happening. And so he sees a flying scroll, and it was difficult not to say a flying squirrel, uh, but he sees this flying scroll, this great big scroll, and it's 20 cubits long. And a cubit, remember, is roughly the distance from the tip of your fingertips to the end of your elbow. And so, you know, for me, that's about a foot and a half. And so something like a 30 foot by 15 foot scroll. And he sees this flying by and apparently it's got two sides and one side is a curse on thieves and one side is a curse on liars. Those who are stealing now, there are all sorts of different ways to steal. You can steal by cheating on your taxes. You can steal by taking office supplies from your office. You can steal by holding somebody up with a gun or a knife, not a gun in that time, obviously. You can steal by dishonestly charging people, um, all sorts of different ways to steal. And what the prophet is saying and what we heard from the other prophets before this is that this is not the way that God wants us to live. That that dishonest approach to things is not the right approach. And therefore, the thief here in this prophecy is going to be uh, destroyed. That this basically the scroll is going to enter their house and it will remain in the house and destroy it completely. Now, I don't know if it's knocking down the timbers and stones. It says both its timbers and its stones, or if it's just the curse and it's causing um, everything to turn back upon the thief. We don't know the mechanism. It doesn't say that it's knocking down the timbers and stones, but it's that it's going to be destroyed completely. God is not pleased with stealing in all its forms. You know, white collar crime as much as the person who is holding people up on the street. And then it also talks about people who swear falsely by my name. So this is the people who are who are lying, basically. And especially those people who are lying, who are swearing that they're telling the truth. But it, I don't think it matters that much. And again, lying can happen all over the place. Lying can happen between spouses. Lying can happen at work. Lying can happen by politicians. Lying can happen in court and again, when you're filling out your taxes. So lying is something that we know is 
not something that God desires. God desires for us to seek the truth. God desires for us to speak the truth in all that we do, in all that we say. And that when we see that sign of someone who can't speak the truth, that is not a sign of someone who belongs to God. And so in this scroll, they are being destroyed. Again, their whole house is being destroyed, both its timbers and its stones. This gives us the impression of how God feels about lying. And lying is actually something that I think we get sort of used to. Lying is something that we permit uh, in our modern days. We expect some lying from our politicians. We accuse the other side's press of lying, but we think somehow that ours tells the truth the whole time. And I don't think we often even look very deeply to see if lying is happening. I think we get very lazy. And then we get this second one, which is the woman in a basket. Then the angel who was speaking to me came forward and said, look and see what is appearing. I asked, what is it? He replied, it is a basket. And he added, this is the iniquity of the people throughout the land. Then the cover of lead was raised, and there in the basket sat a woman. He said, this is wickedness. And he pushed her back into the basket and pushed its lead cover down on it. Then I looked up, and there before me were two women with the wind in their wings. They had wings like those of a stork, and they lifted up the basket between heaven and earth. Where are they taking the basket? I asked the angel who was speaking to me. He replied to the country of Babylonia to build a house for it. When the house is ready, the basket will be set there in its place. Again, an odd vision here. We get this basket with this woman here who represents wickedness, and she is being sent off to the country of Babylon. Now, the kingdom of Babylon that we know from the Bible has been destroyed by the time the prophet Zechariah is speaking. It's destroyed by the Persians, who then allow the Jews to go back to Judah after the end of the Babylonian captivity. So the Babylonian captivity ends with the destruction of Babylon, the city of Babylon, and the empire of Babylon, and then the people are returned. And so Zechariah, who is this post Babylonian captivity prophet has this vision of this woman who is being sent off to Babylonia, to Babylon. And that is a place that is not a place anymore, right? That place is now part of Persia. And so we believe that this is one of the places from here going forward all the way into the book of Revelation where Babylon is used as a metaphor or at least I believe, I shouldn't say that you believe this, but this is something that I understand that this is a metaphor for that that wickedness. And I don't know what it is exactly about Babylon. It isn't, it's interesting, it's not Sodom and Gomorrah, which we might understand that as a more obvious metaphor. But one of the things we see here in all three places is that there is lying, there is stealing, and there is wickedness. Now, wickedness is more vague. It is all of those things which go against the commands of God. It's all of those things that God does not want us to do. It's not very specific in this case what it means by wickedness. It probably means sexual wickedness. That's certainly something that gets associated with Babylon for some reason as we go forward. But it isn't necessarily. It's just all of those things that are wicked. 
and it's not clear what wicked is exactly. That's kind of a broad category, but it's the iniquity of the people. It's the sin of the people. It's the places where the people are missing the mark from what God wants them to do. And in all three places, God is taking this sin and he is removing it from his people. So he has brought his people back in this current time, the time that Zechariah is talking about. He's brought them back from the Babylonian captivity, and now he is reestablishing them, and he is trying to remove the sin from them. And he is giving this prophecy that he's going to. And remember, we said that these prophets aren't necessarily speaking to one time only. As we look forward to the time that of the day of the Lord, that's also a time when wickedness will be removed, when lying and stealing will be no more. And so this is definitely a theme and a direction that God is moving and moving in his people, trying to remove from them that that he sees that is corrupting them. And it's all of these different things. In this case, stealing and lying and wickedness. So we should, in our lives, understand that these are things that God also wants to remove from us, that God wants us to be honest. God wants us to crave the truth and seek the truth. God wants us to be honest in our dealings also, where we are not stealing either overtly or covertly. And then God wants us to crave those things that please him instead of doing those things that are wicked. And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. I'm Dr. Lauren DeVille, a practicing naturopathic physician in Tucson, Arizona. In my podcast, Christian Natural Health, my guests and I discuss topics ranging from nutrition, sleep, hormone balancing, and exercise to specific health concerns like hair loss, anxiety, and hypothyroidism. I'll also interweave biblical principles as they apply throughout the podcast because true health is body, mind, and spirit. Listen to Christian Natural Health for free at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcast platform.